Welcome back, everybody, to the Look Mile Hustling podcast. This is episode number 79. Correct. Yeah, we always have like a mad dash before. I'd be like, what episode is this? Is it 78? I thought it was 78 for a bit, but You think it'd be easy to remember, but it isn't. No, I've, I've made a good trick of when I'm trying to find articles and stuff throughout the week, I just make a notes and the labels, just like literally the numbers. So I just keep going up every time. So, yeah. So when you get into the thousands, I'm mm-hmm. sure that's when it's like, is it yeah. 1,112 <laughs> or is it 1,114? The Joe Rogan level of just like, yeah. oh, you know, did we do that a couple of hundred episodes ago? I can't quite remember. How many episodes is he up to now? He's up to like 2,000, I'm pretty sure. I think it's closer to th- 3,000. No, no, he's only just recently hit the 2,000, I think, from memory. Because he oh, had. Oh, um, yeah, Patrick about David was like. 2016. Yeah. And the internet done immediately. Oh, awesome. I love that. Beautiful. Awesome. Anyway, a minute in and yeah. it's already problem city. <laughs> 2000 episodes. Wow, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I think that might have worked. I don't think we'll ever get there, to what? be honest, because he does four of them a week. Right. Three okay. of them a week. Okay. So it's like. How many how many years would that be? Yeah, but he would bank them though. Like he would bank like he has like but he still does three a week. Yeah, like he talks about how he just like maybe do it. He probably does like three days in a row and then has like the rest of the week off. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, unless we're doing three a week, we'd never mm-hmm. hit that number because th- two thousand at fifty two weeks a year mm-hmm. is thirty eight years. Right. Okay. That's a lot, a lot of time. If who knows do, if podcasting? If you're doing is, one a week, that is. Who knows if podcasting is even going to be around? I suppose if you're doing, yeah, I mean, if you're doing 150 episodes a year, mm-hmm. which would be three weeks, it's 13 years. Okay. So 13 years at three per week is mm-hmm. 2,000. Far out. That's heaps. Are Did we ever going to get to a point where we're doing three a week? Maybe. Who knows? Could do a four week. Does he? Has he always been doing three a week, or did he do no. like no? Probably. There's a transition. Probably like. Probably almost like seven or eight years ago where he started doing going from like shorter one, two hour ones into three or four. I know that Post Malone mm-hmm. one you're listening to was like four and a half hours. Yeah, it was a really, really long one. They were like halfway through, be like, all right, should we change it? He's like, no, I'm having fun. Like, me too. he used to live stream. All of his used to be live streamed. Right. So to, like he was the, still is the the godfather of, of podcasting. Obviously, there's a whole debate about people that came before him, Adam Carolla and people like that. Yeah. Well, he calls... um. Who who he says is the because he calls someone else the Godfather of um I think Adam Carolla is it, is his last name not Carolla? Oh, well, Tom Green came in way before that, but it wasn't yeah. really a podcast. Yeah. Um, but in terms of doing super long form and having YouTube as the main platform, mm-hmm. he was the first for sure. Right. In terms of that, that global millions and millions and millions. Oh, of successful, a hundred percent. Pretty crazy. I don't think it's gonna work, baby girl. No. So good. I'm just gonna enough. have no look, mum. I mean, Logo on the back? No. We're just going to have... You could probably Google it, bring up a photo of us. <laughs> that's probably that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Might be able to just on a laptop. Is your pop filter a little bit skewed? It is too. All right. There was a little ASMR for there. People like... <laughs> <laughs> bring up the screen. Oh, we'll, just have a, we'll just have our Google images yeah. as the background. There we go. That's fine. <laughs> that's good plugs, right? Well, this is kind of interesting to see how we're getting shown on... On Google. On Google, because there's two alterations we can make to the name. It be, could be Look Mom if you want to have more of a global impact. Right. I don't think Americans really know what Mum with the U is. They obviously know that's like the Mum because even English is Mom, isn't it? Mom, Mom. And then Hustling could just be a I N with a yeah, Hustling. Yeah, because I've I've done that when I've been just trying to search. I just don't worry about the G and it comes up anyway. Yeah, or 
I mean, it just comes up more, yeah. more frequently. Um, Look apparently, we're looking, we're looking for guests on matchmaker.fm. Oh, really? Oh, I that's, think that's we old. We signed up to that a old long time ages ago. ago. Oh, Gucci Baby, Look Ma. <laughs> then we have the Panic at the Disco song, Look mm-hmm. Hey, Look Ma, I Made It. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a Travis Scott song called Look Mama, I Can Fly, I think. Look Mom, Travis Scott. I think it's a song. Yeah. Or it's a, sorry, his documentary is called Look More Right, Fly. okay. So maybe we should change it to an O and we might just like feed into the algorithm a bit more. Maybe. Look Mom. Look, look Mom. Mom. Look Mom. Um, but then look people Mom, we made it to episode 79. We did. Here we are. Unscathed. Well, a little bit scathed. A little bit scathed. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's just scraping through. Like, I, we, one time we should just put like a camera in of just like the lead up, like the 15 minutes before we need to like set dinner and record. Because we get a, a lot of people, if you happen to listen to us on a regular basis, you know that we get a dog walker. Um, usually we try to get them for an hour and a half. Sometimes it's an hour, but today was like an hour of like, crap. We have like 10 minutes to set up the pod, to put in our articles and get going. It was like a mad dash for like those 10 minutes trying to run back and forth around the that. house. <laughs> It's not that stressful. It's a little bit. No, it's not. It's just like, it's just funny. Like running around trying to get things organized and Archie just keeps following us from room to room being like, what's happening? Well, we need to figure out when the next studio iteration will come. Because how we, I think we have every to ride, year, right? Uh, I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot to do on every year. Right. I think we have to ride this one out for a while because it's pretty, I wouldn't say elaborate, but I mean, it's better than the last one. Yeah. And we are using the biggest bedroom in the house for it as well. That's true. Hmm. Maybe some more depth would be nice so we get further away from the wall. I don't think we have a longer um. I think we room. go from this setup maybe, I mean, episode 100 would be in 21 weeks' time. So it's, mm-hmm. like, it's still like six months away. Maybe episode 150 we come in with a change. I think we need go couch mode for a little while. Couch we again? Did, we did get, I mean, individual couches. Mm-hmm. We need a bit of separation, you know? Yeah. Because this desk was potentially going to be four guests to come. We haven't reached out to a single guest. No. And I think that was going to be episode 100. We're kind of, I don't know. It's crept up a little bit. I don't know if we're going to do that yet or not. (laughs) Down the line somewhere, it'll help Mm -hmm. the the show grow for sure. Yeah. And just to be able to talk to interesting people and stuff. Other than us, yeah. Yeah, or when we're designing. It's going to uh, black out. I was just going to say, when we're designing this room, we're going back and forth between a like a couch, a tall table, like small, like individual, like sofa little couches or accent chairs, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, it was a bit back and forth. So we ended up opted for the table um, just to make it a bit more multi-purpose, but we generally don't really use this room anyway. Um, other than like podcasting and stuff and sometimes recording videos. Yeah. So like maybe, we have maybe a table a couch. at least. Yeah, we do have a table at least. But yeah, maybe a little couch. Little uh, cozy room because uh, what our old studio used to look like every now and then, like the old thumbnail and stuff will pop up um, of us just sitting on the low blue couch and yeah. with the ferns and stuff in the background that we had to buy like three separate occasions because they kept dying in that little dark room. Hmm. I thought we weren't going to talk about that anymore. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been, it's been probably a good, we you know, 20 episodes in, since we talked about it last. But yeah. That's, okay. uh, Do we have any AI news today? Because um, if not, we're going to let people down. What? Well, well, I don't think I have anything. We just seem to be just all we, all we seem to want to dig up from the internet every the, these last probably three months now. I try not to like bring up too much AI stuff now. Anyway, I just had like the dude that we talked Very about cognizant about yeah. too much AI talk. Mm-hmm. Is, is this is yeah. It's crazy how fast this year's gone. Are you good, bro? Yeah, I'm just gonna. You're going to redo the. 
Um, and even those episodes we did late last year, that was like eight months ago. It's August. Was that eight months ago? Well, obviously. Like, yeah. Do the math. January to August is eight months. Right. <laughs> you're the math guy, not me. Keep going. Keep talking. No, because what you're doing is you're paying about 40% attention. And like to cover up your lack of attention, you're just acting more surprised than is necessary. You do it all the time. No, like I'm generally like the the surprise about their length of time. Eight Maybe because I just eight months. August is eight months. Maybe because I'm just generally not paying attention. Yeah, I think that's the problem. <laughs> and then I just be like, <laughs> four weeks passed. What? <laughs> Up to episode seventy nine. Well, what? It's Thursday. It's four days ago. Wow. <laughs> no, it's Sunday now. As soon as it hits Wednesday, it's Sunday. But yeah, it must be crazy. If you do have a podcast, because, I mean, when you make videos, they're not really numbered. But the podcast, it's numbered and it's clear. It's a constant reminder of how long you've been doing it for, mm-hmm. which is the interesting part, as opposed to, I don't know, if you're just working a job. So, like, you're going to work and you're logging in to your fingerprint scanner and being, oh, this is day 768 of my job. Where if, if you did that, you'd be more aware of how much time you've spent at a job. and you might, It might even make people want to shift um, – roles or careers because they've the, it's a constant reminder of how long you've been doing something so maybe the that's numbering, a good numbering idea f- i mean not for a company no not for an employer because they'd be losing staff yeah unless if you find your job super fulfilling then it's fine or even more so how many hours you're working mm-hmm. or how many lunch breaks you've skipped yeah that'll be a good one for me because i've been terrible at taking my proper lunch breaks and i like my base is 40 hours a week at my normal job. And then I have the, you know, eight hours or six to eight hours of like the side business stuff. But, you know, I find that I've stayed, you know, sometimes I'll stay back 15, 20 minutes or like 10 minutes. And that adds up throughout the week, like an extra hour. Yeah. Over the course of a year, what if they told you, hey, you've actually skipped 300 hours yeah. of, and you didn't get paid for those 300 hours? 100%. Yeah. I've worked 300 hours and didn't get paid for it. That's shit. Probably wouldn't be 300 hours because that would be. Six hours a week. So what's an hour times 52? Oh, I mean, 52 hours. 52 hours. <laughs> I <laughs> should have known so that. That was so math. <laughs> What's one times like 52? Yeah. Oh, my God. I should have known that. But, anyway. I mean, it's in the company's best interest to, to kind of disguise. Mm-hmm. Not disguise. I mean, why would you want to share how many hours someone's worked? It's going to be mm-hmm. depressing for the staff member. Yeah. But it could be a KPI. Not really a KPI because you're not, like, trying to – um, improve that number, mm-hmm. but more of a statistic on your payroll, for example. Yeah. Because it gives you how many hours you work, but it is giving you an accumulation of how many hours you've spent working for the length of the time at a business. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting to think about. Yeah. What was that whole thing of like working more to be successful or just like working the the minimum to be happy. Like it's one of those kind of like conundrums, right? So like there's this whole ethos that you've got to work like a thousand hours a week, you know, like hardly get any sleep and stuff. I don't and think that's there like, is a thousand hours in a week. <laughs> just say you've got to work, you know, sixty hours a week and Maybe 80 hours. 80 hours sounds more dramatic. So 80 hours a week. Dramatic. Yeah. So 80 hours a week, hardly get any sleep. And like, that's the path to success. Yeah. Like, yes, that's generally the path to success. But like, at what, at what detriment kind of like, what's it going to be affecting? Well, should you get an instant pay rise or an instant promotion if you hit 10,000 hours at a job? Because mm. 10,000 hours 
Malcolm Gladwell, you're an outlier. Potentially, you could like if you're in a sales role, you've done ten thousand hours of sales. Technically, you're an expert. Well, they so do. There, there is a there is a benefit of I could see where if you let the employee know how many hours they've spent, how close they are to approaching that number, it could be an incentive for them to want to take it more seriously perhaps and try and climb the ranks. Well, after 10 years, you do get long service leave. Yeah, but you don't – yeah, you're getting long service leave, but you're yeah. not getting um, well, you get career e- advancement necessarily. No, no, but you're getting paid, I guess, extra to take time off that you wouldn't normally get as part of your normal annual leave package. But how many hours is that? How many well, hours have you spent to get long service leave? So just like standard is 38 hours, so 38 hours times. Okay, that's, that's so – 38 hours a week. Yep, times 52. Well, you're getting four weeks annual leave. So times 48. 48. Yep. Yeah, then times 10. 10 years. Yep. So you, it's almost, almost double. Double yeah. the 10,000, 18,000 hours. So you should get long service leave at five years. I mean, if I was running a business, I would probably say no. Horrible idea. <laughs> but it's interesting to think about how much time is – accumulated for a job for example i did a video last week on my main youtube channel where i spent i showed what i did for a week reselling on ebay and i only spent 30 hours doing it and you, i mean you contributed to four of them so i basically mm-hmm. did 28 28 hour work week and i'm like oh i'm we're pretty successful in what we're doing but mm-hmm. what would this look like if i did 60 hours yeah obviously less time for personal things perhaps a little bit more burnout but what would I mean, I can squeeze another 10 hours onto that easily and push it from 30 to 40. Mm-hmm. What does that look like on the back end? But then if you can somehow look at that over the course of three or four or five years and you can see this large number, mm-hmm. uh, it, it'd be interesting to see what changes you'd, you'd make. Because if, you, if you've done 10,000 hours and you're like, I haven't even climbed the rank or got a promotion or nothing, yeah. like what am I doing here? Yeah, that's very true. Well, I'm year 17 at my job, so. Yeah, so 38 hours, you've been full-time the whole time, right? No, I was casual to begin with and part-time then full-time. But it with, like, the way that long service leave works, it works, like, when your contract starts. So, like, whether it's casual or part-time, it just accumulates So how many years have you been working full-time, 38 hours? Um, I would say. Depressing number about to come up on the screen here. Yeah, so 17, like, maybe 13 years, I would say, full-time. 14. 25,000 hours mm. divided by 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Oof. You spent a thousand days. A thousand days. Far out. It's, all, it's a Divi- big chunk of time. Divided by 365. Mm-hmm. Three years. Non stop. Yeah. Imagine non- 24 hours a day for three years straight, you have worked it's- for a company. I'd be dead. 24 hours. Yeah. Dead. Three years straight. Dead, dead. Three. That's, it's a long time. It is a long time. Yeah, seventeen years is a long time. Yeah, and um, and it. But it's hard to perceive when you're just going through the grind every day. Oh, yeah. It's hard to perceive this uh, in terms of how much time you spend doing something. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but every, every device is vibrating on the table here. It's all good. <laughs> I think it's just an interesting thing to consider, rather than looking at oh, how many hours did I do today, how many mm-hmm. hours did I work out this week. Or what's it been over the course of a lifetime? Yeah. Because I, I remember probably when I was like 12, I was in the back of a car of someone's family or something, and someone said, 
some statistic along the lines of we spend, uh, I want to say seven years waiting at traffic lights. Oh, I've heard of that saying before. Like you spend seven years waiting. Like waiting in oh, is line. Oh, it just waiting in general? Yes. Yes, sir. Waiting in line, waiting at traffic lights, waiting for like your dinner or lunch or something like that. So I'm getting nothing but citizenship. So seven like just years. search on average how long do people uh, wait? How long do people wait? Okay, we're getting sex advice. Okay, a lot of sex advice. Uh, very different statistics. This one's saying um, 38 hours each year. Right. I mean, doesn't mean. So that was like 38 hours waiting in traffic. Yeah, I mean, this is not a really scientific article by any means or statistical. Well, like if you took like 38 times, I don't know, this on average like This is all just like about 70. how long to wait before having sex and <laughs> my partner. Maybe it says wait, waiting. Do it the first how day, long obviously. Do people, how, on average, how long do peop, are people waiting for? Wait in lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could type it probably. Average wait time stats, 25% would only wait a minute or two maximum. I mean, that's... Spend time waiting. On average, 20 minutes a day. That's probably about right. Okay. Between traffic lights and all that sort of thing, waiting for coffee, probably 20, I'd say 20 minutes a day. Yep. Easy, because so, sometimes you find the... Yeah, all right, so 20 minutes a day times 365 times what's an average 80 years. Yeah. So that's... Basically, half a million minutes mm-hmm. divided by 60, and then divided by another 60. Mm-hmm. 162. Why 260s? Oh, sorry. 584. This is the horrible episode <laughs> for people. 584,000 minutes, minutes. Yes. Divided by 60, 60 is hours. Divided by 24. Yep. 405 days. Yeah. And then divided by 365. Like a year and a bit. One year. One year. Okay. Where's seven? I mean, that was before Google. So yeah, that was it people was. just making things up, right? Was that old wives? Like, not the old wives tale, but the things like, oh, we're debunking you, things. Oh, I, we should just deb- have a debunking episode. Well, it's like the whole, like, that spider myth. You swallow seven spiders in your sleep or whatever in your lifetime. And that's a myth. Like, that was, that was, Swallowing I remember spiders. reading, that was one of those, like, internet tests to see, like, how things go viral uh, and what people believe. Yeah. Like the ones with, like, how, what color is this dress? Yes. Yeah. The blue gold fiasco. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, there's people that do, like, the psychology test to see, like, how they take on what people believe. And then, yeah, that seven, that spider thing was, like, one of those, like, an infamous one. I don't think, I mean, it's got to be rare to swallow a spider in your sleep. 100%. But people, like, then started, like, saying it verbatim. Like, you swallow seven spiders in your lifetime in your sleep. Like, how many spiders reckons in this house right now? Oh, maybe, like, five or six. Really? I was going to say, like, 50. Oh, probably. Little ones, Like, one, you don't see them, but, like, yeah, little ones. Whether Mm -hmm. they're in the roof or in the... Under the floorboards yeah, or whatever. Yeah, okay, 50, that's fair. We are in Okay, Australia. so how many would be in, specifically in the bedroom? Mm, maybe like 20. No, actually probably like, like 10. Like five? Yeah. And then how many are going to be roaming your bed? Like spiders, they're going to like look for insects, right? Mm-hmm. Insects, are they around at night? If they are, they're kind of going towards light mm-hmm. or they're on the ground rummaging for things. They're not going to be, spiders aren't going to be on your bed. Yeah. 
I mean, why would they be attracted to a human's mouth? Warm, moist. Unless it smells like rotting flesh. <laughs> I hope not. But spiders probably eat more live things than do dead things. It's not that they're yeah. a scavenger. And if anything, like if the if the human's like snoring, I don't think they're going to go anywhere near <laughs> yeah. that mouth. Like. <sighs> <laughs> So, like, the chances of you swallowing one and your mouth being open at the same time, yeah. just, it's just dumb. No. We could make one up right now. Um, You would – your hair can grow – actually, that's a, this is a real fact. Your hair grows um, faster <laughs> at nighttime than it does in the day. Well, you're, you're not playing the same game that I'm playing here. You're giving out real facts. I'm trying to – um. unless if that was, like, a fake one that I've just, like, believed throughout time. What's a – what can we say? Um – you will. I don't know. I'm the I know you're not creative when it comes to wacky things like this. That's the problem. Well, you make up one then. Um, your fingernails will grow twice as long if you don't drink water for a, a week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have all these people all these, dying because all these girls wanting long fingernails and they yeah, <laughs> dehydrated. I feel like that would be the opposite. So, what was the conclusion? One hour instead of. Oh, one year instead of seven years. Yes, yeah. One out of 80 is a lot, though. One year out of 80 years waiting? It's a lot of How time. can we avoid that? What um, tips would you give to avoid that? Oh, my microphone's backwards again. Yeah, always. Um, you could, I guess, just not do wait. stuff. Yeah, not wait. Do stuff while you're waiting. So you double... double <laughs> the star jumps. <laughs> yeah, star jumps or, I don't know, like do a bit of research or read something like so it doesn't feel like waiting. Even worse, though, you're going straight to your phone. So then how many hours are you spending on your phone scrolling? It's going to be way more than 20 minutes. So this is actually kind of scary to think about. Mm -hmm. Like, let's use that as a standard, right? Mm -hmm. If you spend 20 minutes a day doing one thing, whether it's pooping, whether it's in the shower, Mm -hmm. over the course of 80 years, 20 minutes a day, it was one entire day. Mm-hmm. That's what the conclusion was, right? Yeah. One, 20 minutes a day for yeah. one year. Yeah. It was one year. Yeah. One full year. Yes. So what do you do for 20 minutes a day? Anything you do 20 minutes a day every day mm-hmm. is one year gone. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee everyone listening to this right now is on their phones for more than 20 minutes oh, a day. Oh, 100%. So what is it? that? What? How many... How long do you spend on your phone on average? Yeah, or like how how long do you spend wasting on your phone? Well, how what's a what's a rough number? Oh, probably not, like, not even for you, just for in general. In in a day, so just like that twenty minute can go. It'd probably be like two hours. At least two hours. Yeah. So two hours, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty minutes goes into sixty minutes three times. Mm-hmm. So for two hours, that's six times. So that's six years. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking crazy. It's a long time. And there's like there's some articles I remember reading because like I used to find myself like. I kind of like the term doom scrolling, right? Because you're like, you get just like stuck. So there's like a couple of things that you can do. Like instead of like reaching for like Instagram or whatever, you do other things on your phone instead. So one is like clearing out your emails, like clearing out your photos, like just doing little productivity things on your phone. So rather than just, you know, doing that social media route, you do something else that's productive on the phone. Probably the most productive thing would either just be literally just Kindle. Yeah, just reading. Yeah. That'd probably be the most beneficial way. Mm-hmm. Or like they say, get back to someone or something like that. Yeah. Do you have that little little interaction? Yeah. But yeah, there's like there's little things you can do. Like if you find, you know, like oh, 20, 20 minutes is heaps of a while waiting for coffee or traffic yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, what do you do like when you're waiting to talk to someone? So you pick up your phone and you start 
scrolling or doing whatever. Like well, it's so where, second nature. More, what's more of a benefit, scrolling and seeing what other people are doing or playing some, or doing something that's going to improve your life or your uh, brain activity, like Sudoku for 20 minutes or something? Yeah, playing a little like chess game or whatever it is. Quirtle. Quirtle? I love Quirtle. Wordle? Quirtle. What's Quirtle? It's qu- Quirtle. There's Wordle. No, but Quirtle's better. What, what is Quirtle? Q and on Wordle. <laughs> uh, it's a much harder version of Wordle right. where you have to guess four words at once. Okay. So for example, I'll play this every morning, by the way. Do you really? Yes. Oh, this is the first I'm hearing of it. So five five letters. Yep. And you're just doing four of them at once. Right. Right. So uh, first one I put in was break, and then the the fourth block here. Mm-hmm. I've got one letter right, which is B. So I want to type start with B, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to write uh, uh, booms. Cool. And then that didn't that was no good. So I'm going to write um, blind. And you keep going down. Obviously, I don't have any green in the other ones. Yeah. So the ones that are yellow here, mm-hmm. those letters are in this word, but not in the current spot. Ah. So it's just intense because you got to do all four in the one. Right. In the one, you get nine chances. You got to do all four words in one okay. rather than just the one. So is there? Attempt. So is there an O, an E, an A, and an N in that particular one? This first one, yeah. There's an O, an E, and A, and an N. But what okay. I do is, the one that has the green, I work on the greens first. Gotcha. But as you can see, there's no vowels left. All I can, I mean, I've used I O. A and E, and it's not in there. So the only vowel left is U. So this yeah. word statement with B has to have a U somewhere. So it's got to, it's probably maybe a B R. I mean R. It's not there. So B U. Um, Can you do blunt? No, it would the L would be highlighted, right? Yep. Buns, Bundy, Bunny, B U N Y. Buddy. Buddy. Boom. Ah. So then you just keep going down and do yeah. that. But then there's even. At a deeper level, Octurtle. So there's eight of them. Oh my gosh. Yep. Look at all these side little ones pop up. But this is what I'm saying. This is what I generally do instead of, I mean, I still get into that doom scroll mentality, mm-hmm. but I like to just That's- test. Just test myself a little bit. Yeah. And it's actually, it's kind of like a smart thing to do something like this. And there's kind of, there's apps you can get that have like little mind games or like reaction sort of games. Brain in training. There. Brain Nintendo training. Nintendo DS, brain training yeah. is like one of the funnest things to play. And that's actually kind of smart because whether it comes in, <laughs> I'm not a scientist if you didn't know, but whether it's, you know, trying to offset like Alzheimer's or dementia, like keeping your brain active is like a number one thing. So rather than just being mindless and scrolling, do like a little brain training one instead. Yep. Yeah. I might do the quirt. That's fine. Quirtle. Is it an app or just a web page? Just a web page. Cool. Quirtle. Quirtle. That's fun. We can go back and finish it if you like. All right. Let's do that. This is so boring for people that are listening. <laughs> it's fun for us. Yeah. That's all, that's all we're trying to yeah. do. I mean, oh, okay. So we're, we've- does it restart or is it the same you, word? If you're on your phone, it, re, it it's no, it's just one a day. It doesn't okay. change. Yeah. So it should technically have that stuff here already. So I'm just gonna use the one we know. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? That changed it. It changed it. Interesting. Usually, it's it should just be the one thing each day. Right. Okay. Can it go back? Okay. Well, now I'm a bit. Can you go back, back, back until your previous one? So go back again. It's going to load. 
Oh, that's Octurtle. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. You lost it. I've, I've lost it. Okay. Anyway, Quirtle, get on it. Brain, right. brain games. Brain games. That's interesting. Yeah, when you're in the phone, right. it will just refresh. Gotcha. So there's that, and then. Dawdle. Th- I mean, there is. Yeah, it's kind of boring. I'll, li- I'll leave it there. But word right. games. Okay. You play Scrabble, Words with Friends. My mum's a big yeah. fan of that. You still are playing Upwords with you? Upwords is pretty dope. Yeah. So that's for those that haven't heard of Upwords before. It's like Scrabble, but you just get to put it on top of each other and change the It's a word. lazy person's Scrabble. It's like, <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm going to change bun into sun, into fun. Yeah. It's like if you want to do next level of Scrabble, you ban three-letter words. Oh. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a cop-out to do a three-letter word. I mean, there's a lot of free... Three letter words. Like, unless you're at the very, very end and you've only got a couple of like tiles or whatever left, then you can probably go to the three. But I get like, and to begin with, like, no three letters. Interesting. Mm. All right. What news do we have this week, Sarah? Um, well, I've got a couple of art. Did you end up. Actually, we didn't go through any of my articles last week. It was all your ones. So. <sighs> I mean, you have a voice too. I know. Like, I'm just, but clicking, by the the, time, I'm just clicking the buttons. I know. But by the time we get to it, there's a few things. So, what, you well, know, we what? talked about. Tick attack for two episodes ago. <laughs> That's I true. didn't even talk about my stuff that episode either. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Does any of those headlines tickle your fancy? It's like anything that you might be interested in being. It doesn't like, matter hey, about me. It's what what do you want to talk about? All of those. Well, uh, it's one pick of those... one and let's go down the rabbit hole. Um let's have a look here. So we don't really need to talk about X. That's fine. Maybe the Adam Divine one, so apparently. I've seen this article. Yeah. Get, oh, I mean, okay. Interested. You don't seem interested. All right. Let's go to the, you no, know, let's go like, to something businessy what, and let's go to the Kickstarter CEO. Fuck business, one. man. Fuck business. <laughs> business, be here tomorrow, be here next week. It's fine. What do you want to talk about? Adam Devine. He says Marvel, Marvel ruined comedy. Yes. And that's his opinion. And that's the end of the conversation though, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Cause he's just. <laughs> that's why I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> but like, he's not even, is he just cut? Cause he's not in a Marvel movie. He's not cut. He's just having a conversation like this with someone and then just said something off the cuff and now it's a, a news article. But he's already, he's like in like a really funny TV show. But he's talking about movies. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just not his, I guess, I guess he would, uh, his opinion would count because he's a comedy writer as well. Like he's done workaholics and stuff like that. So he's got, I guess, some sort of leg to stand on. Like he's got, he's made like, comedy TV shows, he's made comedy movies and stuff. And then maybe he's just struggling to, it's not like he's making a gigantic case of why the industry is fucked. He's just saying, what's he saying? Marvel ruined comedy. Yeah. And now there's not that many comedy movies coming out and I wish there was more coming out. That's mm-hmm. all he's saying, which is fine. But you have a but- lot of actors that say that Marvel ruined thing, but then you have a lot of ones saying that they've, they've revived Hollywood. Well, that's exactly right. Two, two sides to the coin. I mean, you can't get, I mean, taking a turn out of workaholics lexicon you can't get butthurt about these things <laughs> but a good one but um, i think also they were supposed to be doing a workaholics movie it got canned last minute so i mean that mm-hmm. could be a that could be a little bit of a a butthurt situation there it could be and like he's been in he's a good classic comedy but but- what I, but the point is like it's just like a not not worth talking about fair enough i mean yeah yeah just like yeah all right you know and it looks like this Pretty sure this is from like over a month ago. Like, when did this article get surfaced? 9th of August, which is yesterday. No, two days ago. Last weekend. I'm sure he was on um, Theo Von's podcast literally a month ago. Oh, it's from a month that's ago. Just, that's just how little 
stuff there is to talk about in media. And they're just like, we need something it's, controversial. It's a month ago. Gotcha. There's all this SAG um, strikes and everything right now. So they need something to like fuel that agenda or whatever it is. Okay. Fair enough. It's like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, that's fair. All right. It's a okay. month ago. It's not, it didn't, it didn't get released yesterday. That's how, I guess this that's a I, fair point why you can't trust media. This is why I can't trust you to bring up good articles. <laughs> <laughs> I did bring up some good ones. But that's why I didn't want to talk about it. In, in a nutshell, I could have saved this whole 10 minutes. Spiel. That's fair enough. And this is just a. And this wide is like, I don't dr- want to sound harsh or like, I don't care about your articles. I just know it's like not going to go beyond four minutes of conversation. Because it's like. I don't want to sound harsh, but. <laughs> well, I just know it's not going to be longer than four minutes. Fair enough. That's, um, I think four minutes is long enough for my attention span. Probably. <laughs> Bring them on. We can fit 20 of them in each episode. Um, All right, next up. Let's get the Kickstarter CEO. What makes him successful? Essential skill set. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're waiting for me to like no, to read the title. I need you to. So, 34 year old. You need me to do what? What do you need me to do? Just keep scrolling, but it's fine. Well, read the. Yeah, I'll read the headline. So, what's the publication? Because we want to <laughs> quote what we're reading. So, we're not saying this is our opinion. We're, we're quoting. Mm-hmm. All right. So, this is an article from CNBC. It stands um, for. Um. Californian keep, business. Keep, keep going. What, what's the N stand for? Californian News and Business Corporation. Oh, that could be pretty close. <laughs> what does CNBC stand for? Consumer News and Business Channel. Yeah, well, not, I didn't think you got to. I mean, you got, did you say business? Um, no, I said. Um, Oh, no, I did say business, didn't okay, I? you got one. Yeah, one out okay. of four. 25% news, yeah. not the bad. All right, so 34-year-old Kickstarter CEO, which I didn't realize it was 34, which is our age. What are we doing with our lives? 35, but yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> um, CEO credits his success to two traits. They're an essential skill set. So this is one of those articles where they'll interview a CEO and be like, what made you successful or what do you credit your success to? Um, mm-hmm. So i got a fancy photo, so... Um, Everett Taylor, how he became CEO of a crowdfunding platform Kickstarter, he'll tell you, I got lucky. The 34-year-old the spent a chunk of his teen and adult years battling homelessness and hustling to make ends meet. He says, oh, he says, um, he dropped out of Virginia Tech and founded an event marketing startup. Then he sold the company and landed a VP of a marketing job at another startup. I feel like this is how a lot of the CEOs go. They always what, go- Homeless to- Riches, rags to riches. Sort of like they either like have something to prove or they've, you know, come from like a, you know, like they've come from a really, really tough beginning, but they jump from like startup to startup. Like it's. Well, they're just stacking skills. Yeah. I mean, it's the the point we were talking about before is they probably realize their their job or their role, the company they're in, Mm -hmm. there's a limit, there's a, a capacity limit to how much they can do and expand before. They need to go to the next thing in order to like have experience at four or five gigantic corporations to then mm-hmm. take all those skills and wrap them into one uh, business idea that they can then pursue and be the boss of. Yeah. Um, Taylor pa- Parlade. 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 Um, those experiences into a career in serial entrepreneurship and marketing strategy, ultimately helping him land the top job at Kickstarter in September 2022. So he didn't even start Kickstarter. He just took over Kickstarter. Because Kickstarter's been around for ages. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're like, didn't you read this article beforehand? <laughs> um, but two soft skills helped him navigate that journey, he says. Um, empathy and risk-taking, which is a very common theme. Like you have entrepreneurs like Gary Vee and stuff like that that always talk about empathy and always talking about like trusting your gut and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the headline? So every failure is part of the puzzle. Um, and that's a classic saying as well. Like every failure is your greatest teacher to get there. Doesn't make sense. What every failure is your greatest teacher? Well, you can't. You only have one greatest teacher. Every failure is a teacher. That's a bit better. Every failure is a lesson. I mean, it can't be the greatest every time. There's only one greatest. Exactly. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Uh, Muhammad Ali. He says he's the greatest as well. No, he says I am the greatest. Oh, sorry, my bad. What was did he say? Does he say I? Is he still alive? Um. I don't. I don't. Wait, what the fuck? I don't know. I he is. is Muhammad Ali sure. alive? <laughs> Wait, we really cooked this episode. Yeah. 2016. Okay. I feel so like reason- I would have remembered that. Did it that was just go under the radi- radar? No, no. It wouldn't have gone under the radar. It would have been a big- That's not that long ago. 2016. It's almost 10 years ago. Seven, but yeah. Almost 10. Closer to 10 than it is to five. I don't remember him dying. Don't you? No. Where were you in 2016? Oh, pretty. I was finishing my degree. Yeah, so that's you were knee deep into your like studies. You had no time. No time for that. Hmm. Yeah. I hadn't considered it until now. I wonder if after he finished boxing, he was instead of saying I am the greatest, he says I was the greatest. Mm. It just depends, right? Because you have people that still say that Michael Jordan is the GOAT, right? Like the greatest of all time. There's an argument now, though, because LeBron James has more rings. Right. But like, It's like who would win at their peak. Right. Actually, I wouldn't know, like, at your opinion, who would win. I'm not getting involved in this. Who would win at their peak? Like, would it be Michael Jordan or would it be LeBron? LeBron. Oh. Because, like, I... Just the game's advanced. It's like saying. But like Michael Jordan's got like the bloody, like he's like, he's ruthless. Yeah, but yes. Like he's got like, it's one of those things like you've got skill versus grit, right? Like sometimes you can't have the skill, but like that grit and that like determination and that like. Well, there'd be no LeBron without Michael Jordan. So it's like you need one. It's like chicken before the egg. Mm -hmm. You need one before the other. Fair enough. The reason Michael Jordan is considered the GOAT, and he could be, like at the end of the day, it's all subjective. It's just opinion. There's mm-hmm. no – unless someone puts together the most comprehensive statistical, statistical analysis mm-hmm. to break down everything versus minute played versus um, the teams Shops. they were playing against, yeah. like literally every stat ever, mm-hmm. then you can't really – there's no objective truth there. Fair enough. But the reason he was considered the greatest because there was no one remotely – in Close his wheelhouse, for gotcha. like 10, 20 years afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when was Magic Johnson? He was before Michael Jordan? No. No? After? Okay. All right. I don't know my basketball very well. So well, like, Magic Johnson, because um, he's, considered, mean, like, cause he's considered a really good player as well. close time. I, I think they played around the same time. Because um, Magic Johnson was, uh, he had a notorious rivalry with, I should know this Celtics dude. Oh, the the one that talks smack to everybody. Yeah. Um. Oh, they did play at the same time. Okay. But yeah. Sorry, I'm not that. The thing is, I was so young back then, mm-hmm. and we would never like watched basketball. Like mm-hmm. I knew who these people were, but I never watched. 
It was mainly like it was just referencing all the American movies we watched. Oh, we had sports cards and stuff, but yes. I don't remember ever watching. I mean, we had Fox Sports, but we never really watched basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know everything. But the thing is, it was so far ahead of the second, third or fourth guy. And even LeBron is now, but obviously with age, you mm-hmm. start getting. You just get slower. Well, yeah, yeah, slower, and you just you've already done and accomplished so much. Mm-hmm. The only thing that would be your benefit, right, would be able to just keep that clear head when you're in the playoffs. Like you've been to the playoffs multiple times, well, you yeah, don't get sucks. stressed out by it. The, it. It depends on the team as well. Yeah, yeah. good team. Anyway, back to <laughs> Kickstarter. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, so, like, as a child, Taylor was fearless. At least that's what his mum tells him. Um. As an adult, his approach to risk is more calculated. I take a step back and say that if I take this path or it, or I take this other path, this is where my life is going to end up. So he almost like weighs up the options. Um, my appetite for risk is higher because I know what that the impact that I want to leave on the world and the people around me requires taking chances. Um, at Kickstarter, Taylor recently implemented a four-day work week for his employees, a risk that comes with pros and cons. It can improve employee productivity, morale, according to businesses that have tried it. Um, It also can hinder time management, those scheduling challenges and cause burnout, Um, which is like, yeah, really interesting things. You have a lot of employees that talk about having half days or talk about having a smaller work week to enhance productivity. Um, I think I remember reading an article earlier this week as well that people that work in an office is more productive than people that work at home, but there can be counter arguments for that as well because there's time saved. Um, it's always those things like I would love a four-hour work week. I think I'd be able to get just the amount of same amount of done in that four hour because of that time crunch than I would in a five. It's just, there's so many variables. It depends on the job. Mm. There's more camaraderie and morale when there's a team setting in an office, for example. Mm-hmm. But it also can impact. Uh, I mean, it can. If it's some sort of place like marketing or something where there's a bit more of a creative aspect required, like a collaboration, a collaborative effort mm-hmm. can help. But if it's literally just a call center on the phones, mm-hmm. then all you're doing is taking time away from making and breaking deals. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all the, I think it's like the, the whole Carl Newport thing. Like if you get distracted, it takes you like 10, 15 minutes to like get back into. Yeah, that comes at a huge cost for a company. Mm-hmm. So it depends yeah. on the company. Uh, next section says empathy is an essential skill set. So Taylor uses his childhood as a reminder to approach all situations, whether personal or professional, with empathy. Uh, so the quote says, the ability to put yourself in the shoes of your customers or your potential customers is literally the essential skill set that a marketer has to have. And as a leader, your ability to be able to empathize with the people that work with you and work for you is essential. So empathy, um, understanding what someone is going through and catering, I guess, your response or how you approach things mm-hmm. um, with them in mind, with the, their problems in mind. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's like it's – like whether it's you're a CEO or not a CEO, like empathy is such an essential thing to have throughout life because if you don't have that ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes and switch that perspective, then all you're ever doing is seeing your reality, your path, and you don't have any of that like kind of outside influence. So it's that ability to be able to just switch that mindset and just be like, hey, let me hold on for a second um, and learn from this experience and, you know, see from their point of view. Well, imagine running a business without even remotely considering anybody else. Anybody. Yeah. 
there's no way it'd be effective. No. You have a bit of success here and there, but if you're used to using your brain, mm-hmm. not thinking about how your employees are involved or how your customers are being or receiving your product or service, how could you possibly grow? No, it'd be Unless like- you're like the, the Gandhi of mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah. It almost sounds like a tyrant, right? Like my way or the highway. Oh, I'm not yes. listening to anybody exactly. else. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, a very, very interesting thing. So even like someone as great as like Steve Jobs, he had, he was very much like with his employees, very much, you know, seeing from their spe- perspective, he was very much like a, I need to see it from a different point of view. Then you have like people like Elon Musk that say that he's like not a tyrant, but like he's very much like it's my way. Do it my way. Hmm. I mean, who really knows though? No. Unless There's- you're openly, uh, I mean, keeping journals or, mm-hmm. um, minutes from meetings mm-hmm. and like saying, okay, how are we going to like empathize with this customer or how are we going to improve the experience because they're dealing with this or this? There's no real way of knowing what comes internally and, and what choices and decisions are made from external factors. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. he has his hand in so many different pies, which requires like a different mindset for each. So like depending on what business he's working on, whether it's like Tesla X or whatever it is, SpaceX, he's going to be like a different person depending on like- Well, I suppose they all have different teams. Exactly. Well. Yeah. And that's like and that's like a big thing as well. Like when you're a CEO, when you're a manager um, and you have multiple people and multiple teams, you need to be able to adjust yourself to make them work their best, like set them for up, up for success, make like a, they call it like high achieving teams, right? Like you need to be able to adapt your style and your approach to make sure they're successful because if they're successful, you're successful. Well, you have to also rely on them wanting to succeed mm-hmm. you want you're relying on them to have a, a same mission statement or believe in the same purpose mm-hmm. well that's like the whole call line we even talked about like purpose statement for a business ages and ages ago and we we're talking about like nike versus adidas and like that was one thing that made nike really really successful was having that aligned purpose having that aligned business goal having that like statement that everybody could fall behind and work towards yeah like and it's okay whole- to change that. I think you can get caught up whether you're the smallest thing ever like we're growing mm-hmm. or a gigantic business like one of those that you just mentioned. You can always change. Mm-hmm. But having a strategy and especially using that example is having empathy. If you're going to change or you're going to adjust or pivot in some capacity, being empathetic to the people on the other end or the people that are helping you achieve that is like has to tie into the mission statement. Mm-hmm. So interesting convo about business. Yes. Um, TikTok is allowing podcasters to upload podcasts. Oh, what? Mm. When was this announced? August 6th. All right. So wait, so video links, podcast I haven't actually, episode. I haven't actually read this yet. I've just okay. seen the headline. You're doing to me. I'm doing a you. Because <laughs> I, I was about to, before I was going to, you know how when you tell me something and then I start bombarding you with questions, you're like, I've only just read about this. When we watch movies, I'll be like, oh, what's the deal with this and this and this? You're like, I'm literally watching it yeah. the same time you yeah, are. I, I know as much as you do. I haven't been Googling whilst watching <laughs> So I'll hold off my questions so we can discover them together. So this is from OPP Today. Today? You're going to ask me what OPP Today stands for? Opportunity Today. I'm probably right. Maybe. Sounds sounds about right. Sounds like it looks like a, looks Opportunity? Like a crappy website. No, it's but like look at these images mid-journey. All, all mid-journey images. Is this your blog? 
Uh, let's go away from Op today into something that looks more. You don't want to do BGR. Move in, move in 20, 92.5 people. BGR? What's BGR stand for? Big green radio. Business. Um, something. I think we've looked it up before and I can't remember. No, I mean, no. Okay. So tell me about this one. So I haven't even read this yet. I just seen the headline and I clicked it. Read it to me, baby. (laughs) 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 All right, from BGR.com. Now TikTok wants to be a podcast app. Interesting. Wants to be or is going to be? Is going to be because I think now the X is kind of wants to be an everything app. Gotcha. There's going to be more play. I mean, we've gone from <laughs> Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. to Spotify to YouTube. Mm-hmm. X are going to have that. And now TikTok are like, fuck yeah, we'll play along. Yeah, we just want people to stay on our app for the longest. So yeah. apparently everyone's apparently. plan is to become. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Sorry. We need a soundboard. <laughs> we should get one of the- We should get a soundboard. Apparently. Apparently. That'll be actually fun. Get a little soundboard. I think I think you would enjoy it way too much. You probably have. Ba-da-ba-da-boo. The um, foghorn. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, everyone's plan is to be a podcasting app eventually. The latest app with the desire to break into the podcast industry is, as weird as it might seem, TikTok. In a post on X, Brett Dashevsky posted an image of documentation that the company is apparently starting to share with some creators on the platform. The feature, which has yet to roll out to everyone would allow a creator to link their posts to an episode of their podcast. In order mm-hmm. to enable this, users will need to link their RSS feed of their podcast to their account. Once linked, they'll be able... So this is probably obviously for listeners that have a podcast. Otherwise, mm-hmm. no one cares. Yeah. Cares to us, though. So that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Once linked, they'll be able to choose an episode and then post and then choose post to link to it. Okay. So same as how Instagram Stories just has that link function. Gotcha. Your feed's already attached to it. So we could, for example, uh, do a clip of this episode mm-hmm. and then just have a direct link to the full version. Gotcha. Basically how you would put a link in the description of a YouTube short. Mm-hmm. It would just be a visual link like on Instagram stories. Yeah. But for TikTok. Yeah, so be check out the full length video here. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. Um. Users will be able to listen to the entire episode while staying in the TikTok app. So ah. that's kind of the interesting part. It doesn't okay. take them out of the app. Yeah. So this is interesting. So what would Because you... it says add the RSS feed. RSS feed is not taking you to YouTube. It's just going to your audio player. Mm-hmm. So how would this work? For the screen, what would the user experience be for the on the screen of TikTok? A blank screen with just the audio playing, right? Like my my understanding is this is like you could still be on TikTok while while listening to the podcast, but again, but that's the like point? two audio two things. Going yeah. At the same time. Um. So unless it just like takes it to like the that person's page, maybe, and it just like sits on the page. But a pod. This seems like weird. Super weird. weird. Like why could you you wouldn't be using TikTok at the same time no. as like listening to a podcast? No. no. Unless it's just something that you have in the background. And like the app down. Yeah. That's a bit weird. Interesting okay. move. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. This is, of course, this is back to the article. This is, of course, great for TikTok if you if it can convince people to stay within its app when listening to podcasts. 
TikTok is definitely not feature rich when it comes to podcasting, and it's still unclear if the audio will cut off if you close the app. There you go. We just mm-hmm. uh, looked into that. I'll person. This is the the author's the persons, yeah. opinion. Um, of course, TikTok could add features over time to try and bake a podcast app into the currently heavy video experience. It's weird because TikTok is a visual platform. Yes. If you could upload the full version like mm-hmm. we do on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, obviously, thank you. Like and subscribe or audio version. Just comment. Or leave a rate, review. Rating yeah. and review. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's a plug for the week. <laughs> if you could upload a, a vertical version. Mm-hmm. To pod to our TikTok, but uh, they probably don't want to have hour long videos on their service. No, like that's not what you go to TikTok for, right? So it seems very bizarre. It seems like they just want to like jump in on Cash the bandwagon in. and just like not miss out, just have it there sitting in the background. So it's probably going to be like you know when you go to share like the podcast link of like Spotify and stuff to Instagram, it's just like a nice like vertical kind yes. of square. So that's probably what it's going to be like. Yeah, but then again, like for, you- like. You- no one's going to listen for more than a few minutes. No, that's not what they come on to TikTok for. They want that short, gratif- short form gratification, scrolling through, getting those like, you know, 20, 30 second hit sort of videos. They don't want to listen to an hour long, three hour long thing on TikTok. That's not what they're there for. Yeah. Even if people did. Yeah. That means you're choosing to consume, or the person that's watching is choosing to consume a longer 30 minute thing mm-hmm. as opposed to watching a hundred TikToks, so everyone else would be suffering. If that makes sense, because they're getting yeah. less views. One hundred percent. I don't see. I don't see the um the use case or the way users use TikTok shifting towards watching podcasts or listening to podcasts on TikTok. Doesn't make a ton of sense. I mean, we talked a few weeks ago about or probably. I mean, time flies so fast. Probably three months ago mm-hmm. about how, how all the apps were cutting out different features. Mm-hmm. And then just sticking to their guns, and now it seems like TikTok's reversing that. Yeah, and X now is going to add everything as well. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll just we jump the gun. Everyone is actually just going to add everything. Yeah, like an all-in-one type thing. It's almost it's like again, it's one of those sayings that <laughs> seem to be full of sayings today. Like too many cooks in the kitchen. Like I don't I don't see this working. But again, I'm not. I don't see what's you know the projection for these apps and stuff in the future. Um. Unless it was just like one way to serve the creators, be like, yo, like put your clips up and here you go. You can link out your full length episodes so people know they exist. Because hmm. like short form, like TikTok clip, short form podcast clips are really popular on TikTok. That's how a lot of people sort of find that growth kind of thing. Same as like I can understand reels. the click through to what to get the full episode. Mm-hmm. But if it's just audio, it's not going to work. Yeah. And if they're saying they don't know if the audio is still going to work when the app is closed, then what's the point? If it's that audio feature. I think it's gonna it's not gonna work. No. Be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, what what else we got? Um I think that's about it. Like we'll need to started watching an interesting show last night on Netflix without you. Well it wasn't the uninspired unemployed thing though. No, that was pretty funny. Yeah. What was um, the show? Painkiller. Right. Who's in it? Is it's this, a pretty hectic cast, actually. Is this something you're going to be upset that you started to watch without me? It's a. It's not a documentary, but it's it's partially fictionalized. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, Broderick. <sighs> it's a it's a true story, but obviously like, mm-hmm. uh, with a bit of fiction added into it. Yeah. About the OxyContin. OxyContin. 
What? Is it like that that drug, like the opioid, like the yeah, opioid yeah. crisis? Yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha. Is that Sean Penn as well? Uh, that's oh no, that's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play a trailer. Yeah, okay. but basically, it's about the epidemic. It's actually interesting. I I knew a couple of people that were pretty addicted to it as well, mm-hmm. uh, and about the legal battle and how it became so widely uh, available because all the rap well, they they basically employed. Right. Basically, the story is. Um, this company called Purdue Farm, Purdue Pharma, 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 Purdue Pharma, mm-hmm. um, had like wanted to produce a a painkiller app, mm-hmm. uh, app painkiller um, product. product, a tablet, mm-hmm. and it was way more addictive than like heroin, right? And it just got widespread, and it was like the, it's more about the marketing mm-hmm. behind. A huge product with like severe consequences, yeah. And they employed all these like young, pretty smart women to go to doctors and doc. Do- oh my all, god! All the doctors and sell the products and yeah. stuff. Well, it's like it's in America, New Zealand are the only countries where you can advertise drugs on TV. I am an investigator oh, with the U.S. Attorney's Office. You lie. You hurt people. You go down. You ever prosecute a company as big as Purdue Pharma? All of human behavior is essentially comprised of two things. So Matthew Broderick's the pain. CEO of the pleasure. company. Pain, pleasure, pain, pleasure. If we place ourselves right there between pain and pleasure, we will never have to worry about money again. Pain is no longer something we have to tolerate. We have an answer. How can something legally prescribed be killing so many people? Tell me what words you associate with oxycodone. Oxy what? So it's oh, just like viral marketing and it became Far, so popular yeah. that it took like 10, 15 years for like so much addiction to take place and so many deaths before all these court cases and civil um, yeah. class action lawsuits. That's giving me the chills, man. Great show. I, right. I think I'm two episodes in. Every time. Every time. Every time. Watch it without me. I would uh, like to Great acting. That. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, just a, a, not, I mean, yeah. not really fun. It's kind of. Sad. No, but it's quite relevant, right? Because it's a there's a literal crisis happening, like in the world or even in America, of like the opioid. Um, well, it's like every everyone's going to experience pain at some point. So yeah. how can we sell to as many people as possible? Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously you'll make a a tablet that anyone that suffers from any sort of pain, yeah, um, can uh basically take but it's more the addicting factor yeah there's a good um movie it's like jake gyllenhaal and i can't remember the other actress whereas like he sells like drugs like stuff limitless to- no no he sells it to like doctor's offices and stuff it's called like the love drug i think okay um and it's just like a really interesting insight of like how they go around to doctor's offices and sell drugs and stuff yeah all right we'll see you guys next week thank you for listening episode 80 next week yeah see you then right, see you guys right, bye, bye.